0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. This is Shelby, and today I am bringing you episode five. This episode is about Lindy Williams of EBL Lashes. We're interviewing her today and getting to hear her story and where she's at now. She's very humble and very genuine, so I think you guys will really appreciate her. And there's also going to be a discount code, so make sure you stick around for that at the end. So grab your tweezers, grab your headphones, and here we go. So, Lindy, what started your, or what piqued your interest in the lash industry? What were you doing before you decided to be a lash artist?
1: So, I think I was sparked by hair first. Um, I grew up working in my aunt's hair salon. I would beg her to scrub her combs or sweep the hair or hold a foil for her, whatever I could do. I just wanted to be in her salon. Um, then I later enrolled in cosmetology school as soon as I could, which I was 17. So I did that in 2008.
0: So at what point in your lash career did you decide to start EBL? So I feel like I took the
1: plunge a little early, which isn't what everyone does or totally ideal, but I took my eyelash class and I taught my first class about one week after learning eyelashes and I found a manufacturer and was buying product within six months. So the time that I started doing eyelashes to the time that I started teaching others and selling product was not very far in between.
0: So did you have a hard time getting people to take class with you since you were a new artist yourself? So I learned eyelash extensions when
1: I was still in cosmetology school. I took a course and I was her very first student. Um, Her name is Hillary Brand. She's still a great eyelash instructor today. Um, But I was her very first student. When I went back to cosmetology school, everyone was like, I want to know. I want to know. How was it? Show me. So I just started doing everyone's lashes at school and showing everyone. And really, I just kind of taught them all for fun and for free, Um, after a couple weeks, it got more serious, more and more people wanted me to teach them. And I thought, I think I can charge people money for this, you know, it's taking me time. So yeah, it was a, it rolled very quickly. And I really didn't expect it at all.
0: So what kind of obstacles did you face whenever, you know, you were ordering your product and, you know, just starting out as a as a brand?
1: I was pretty young, and I really didn't I didn't know much about manufacturing um, or distributing, or how to please a customer, or anything really about customer service. Um, so I feel like, honestly, my first few years were a lot of trial and error, a lot of asking Google, "How do I do this?" <laughs> or "What what do I do next?" You know, I didn't have any kind of book to follow or person to follow, really.
0: So did you, did you have to stop doing lashes at some point or do you still do lashes here and there? So for five years, I would say I did
1: lashes full-time, full-time meaning, um, about 40 hours a week. I had a full clientele. And then on the weekends I would teach trainings and then every night that's when I would ship products. So I worked a lot. (laughs) Um, it wasn't until I was pregnant with my twins in 2015 that I decided, okay, I'm going to step back from doing lashes, which was really hard for me because I really love doing lashes. That's where my passion is. Um, so I took a step back and I decided to focus more on growing our product. So that was in 2015.
0: Okay. So, I think that I first heard about EBL when I was working with Allison at Southern Bell Lash in Dallas. And I think that was in like 2014. And I feel like even today, people say the same things about you that they said back then, which is, you know, that you're, you're still really small business minded, you have a really big heart. And um, what do you feel like, makes your brand unique or what you're most proud of?
1: Okay. Those are all so sweet things. And Mm -hmm.
0: it means so much to me because EVL is like
1: a business to me or a baby to me. Um, you know, I started it when it was this little lifeless thing, basically, and I've given it so much life, I feel like, um, just by working hard and, um, but, The brand as a whole, we like to keep it very close and personal. Um, I talk to all of my brand reps personally, um, and I want our consumers to feel connected to me and us EVL as a whole. Um, Most times when customers email, I personally respond to every single email. Um, so when I get like an unkind message or an email, um, it definitely gets me down sometimes. Um, I feel like I've never really cried about things going wrong in the business. The only time I get really sad is like when someone isn't that nice to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But when I get those happy emails, it gets me so excited. And my love for email continues to grow. That's why I feel like it's like a child. Even, you know, you love your kids and you think you can't love them anymore, but you still do every day. Your love
0: grows more and more for them. Yeah. Um, did, do you have employees right now that help you run the business side of everything? Yes. So again, we like to keep, you know, when I first started, it was
1: just me. It was solo. I was a single mom. I did everything on my own between my kid and my business. So I just struggled them both. And I really believe in having the best customer service. So I've learned that I have to keep myself involved in order to do that um we currently have three shippers we have five people who manage our instagram (laughs) we have -hmm. a graphic designer six trainers and we have 30 brand reps and again i keep it close knit um i keep myself involved so i manage all of those people
0: so you said you have six trainers what cities do you guys teach in um we are in las vegas
1: nevada reno nevada San Diego, California, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Phoenix, Arizona.
0: Do you feel like you're going to be expanding um, the academy part anytime soon? Um, I'd say that our number one focus is expanding
1: product distribution and products um, all over the world. Um, I'd say second would be our training that's something where there are so many great trainings available to you that I feel like that one is a little harder to grow.
0: Right. I agree. So do you have a headquarters right now? Yes. So we're based
1: in Pleasant Grove, Utah. It's just a teeny little dot on the map. Usually nobody knows what that even is. Mm -hmm. Um, so we have some office space right now and then this spring we get to move into like a big, large warehouse, which I honestly never, ever dreamed of ever happening.
0: (laughs) That's so (laughs) exciting. Are you going to have, um, like a training space there? Is it just going to be for product and offices?
1: I think we will have space for training and I actually want to focus more for training in Utah. I will be the person doing it. And it'll be more classes like tips and how to improve this skill or that skill, not necessarily a full blown how to do classic clashes.
0: So back whenever you were just starting out, did you have, you said Hillary, but did you have any other like inspirations or mentors that kind of helped pave the way for you?
1: Honestly, when I started this, I it was more, you know, I started out of a necessity because I was a single mom. Um, I didn't really have dreams of like, I wanna be like her, or I wanna be this great successful businesswoman or a large company, or you know, it was just like I want to be able to provide for my family. I want to be able to live happily and do the things that we want to do in life. Um, but I also wanted to be the best at what I did. So that's when my reach surge stumbled upon, okay, if, you know, I want this,
0: I need to be able to manufacture it myself. And yeah, so, um, did your husband, was he on board from the beginning or did it kind of take him a while to, to support it? So when I
1: first started, I was single. Um, I did meet my husband throughout me working at a salon and then we did end up getting married two years later. Um, He still had his job and I kind of did mine, Um, but let's see. I would say I signed up for my first trade show in June of 2016 and he wasn't totally on board. He was like, I don't know if this is a good idea, you know, kind of listed lots of the cons that could go with it. So. Um, I'm a very stubborn person and I just said, I'm going to go, you're welcome to come with me or you're welcome to stay home. So at first he was a little skeptical. He did end up coming to the trade show. Um, and then he eventually did in 2017 join EBL 100%. He stopped his former job and is all
0: EPL. That's awesome. Was that um in June of 2016? Was that the IBS show in Vegas? Yes. Yep. Oh, that
1: was our very first show.
0: That's awesome. I remember that. Um so do you have I guess um do you have a failure of yours that you look back on now and it's it's something that you are glad happened the way that it did? Yeah.
1: So I've tried to take all of the things that we go through and turn them into a positive experience and learn something from it cuz i feel like everything that you know i've been in business since 2010 so i'm on my 8th year and i feel like there's always something that i'm like i really learned a lot from that um but i will say in the beginning i hire people off of resume basically whoever had the best resume they could, you know, provide the best service or product. So I'm going to go with them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that did not always pan out. Um, they, you know, it was more of a job for them and they weren't putting in the passion that I had or wanted them to put in. So that's when I hired my husband to, design our own website um he never knew how to do any of that before so he learned how to design build and run a website um, because I couldn't find anyone that could give me everything that I needed and wanted and have a passion for it as well
0: awesome how does he feel about working with you do you think that he's happier now that he quit his job and he's fully on board yeah
1: Obviously our family is always um a first priority and a passion for us. So it is awesome that we get to work together um, and we also get to be with our family and kind of juggle both of them really the same
0: amount of time. When did you start realizing how much it has grown since day one? Like, oh wow, this is actually becoming a big deal. My husband quitting his job
1: and officially joining EBL, I would probably have to say that's my best memory. My second, if I'm allowed to have two, um, we recently were able to attend the New York IECSC show. Um, I honestly never thought that we would ever make it there just with all of the things that go along with actually getting to a show. And so being there was so surreal. It felt like a huge dream come true. It was awesome.
0: Do you feel like you ever just kind of soak a, soak it all up and do you have moments where there's actual like tears of joy? Oh yeah.
1: Like I still don't I'm like, no, there's no way that this is what it is or it is what it's become or you know, we've honestly lucked out in so many in so many ways. Um like we have the best customers that are so kind and so genuine and spread so much love for EBL that it's incredible.
0: I know. I, I see EBL almost every day on Instagram just being um, shouted out or you specifically, people think really highly of you in our industry. So that's that's awesome. What do you think makes a great artist? Like, What are you looking for and what do you feel like that means?
1: I think I look more in the
0: person
1: because I feel like you can't change a person's attitude, um, but you can improve their work. Right. So I look more, are they a happy person? Are they a nice person? Are they kind and loving and giving? Um, So I think I would, if I was to tell people my, Opinion or a critique that I would give for them, it would just be to spread lash love. Um, you know, lashes are so everyone does it. So to set yourself apart, obviously you you want to be the best at your trade, but you also want to be
0: kind. Mm-hmm. Have a heart. Yes, have a heart. <laughs> <laughs> what does a what does a typical day look for look like for you? Do you have like a morning routine? Do you have an evening routine? Um, I feel like routine is,
1: we, we don't have routine because I feel like I'm faced with a new challenge every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do try and wake up early before anyone in my house um, to do majority of the work that I have to do for that day. And so that everybody else that has to do EBL work is ready. I've kind of laid most of it out um, you know, and then my kids start waking up and it's just full blown madness. Um, you know, it's getting them breakfast and making sure we finished homework and getting to school and piano and soccer. And, um, I feel like I'm most productive with work before noon. And that's when I try and get most of it done because again, it's a hard balance and juggle. So but you know, then late at night when all my kids are in bed, I'm, I'm always doing more work. It's more of my husband saying, okay, we well, need to go to bed now. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you can do that in the morning. So. So for you, do you have any passions outside of this industry? Do you feel like you have a good work life balance or do you feel like you love lashes so much that it takes up all of your time? Um okay, so before I did this
1: podcast, um I'm not I'm not a good speaker or um you know it's hard for me to express. I'm more of a private person, so I had to call my best friend and I'm like, I don't know how to answer this question. I I wanna just say that there's no such thing as balance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's like, okay, so she told me, she's like, I heard the greatest thing. And it's not that you balance your life. It's that you juggle your life. And in that moment you decide, okay, which is more important for me to juggle right now, you know, this or this. Um, so I truly feel that she said it perfectly. And it is, it is a juggle, um, you know, of what we have to do at what moment. Um, But my passions, I would say outside of lashing, um, would obviously be my family. Um, I travel a lot for work, but I do love to travel with my family. Um, We have lots of beautiful lakes here in Utah, lots of hiking stuff. So it doesn't always have to be a long distance travel, just a fun little, let's go hiking today. We live on a mountain, like five minutes away from trails. So we try and do that often. It's a nice... (sighs)
0: For you there. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Um, I feel the same. Like, honestly, there's always going to be another task to do. And I think when you think of it as I have to balance my work and balance my life, it, it makes it feel like work is a negative thing and life yeah. is supposed to be everything else. But, um, I think just embracing like all of the tasks and like loving what you do um, it just makes life a lot different and fun, of course. Yeah, like you're um,
1: juggling lots. You're a lash artist. You're a trainer, and now you have a
0: podcast. I know it, but I love it all. So it doesn't feel like I totally agree with what you said. Like it doesn't feel like I have to necessarily balance it. I just kind of take each day, um, day by day, too. And yeah. yeah. I think that happens whenever you actually enjoy what you're doing as well. For sure. So are you, what would you be doing if
1: you weren't in the lash industry? Obviously, I've always been super involved with my family. I've always wanted a big family. I've always wanted lots of kids. Um, I love my babies. I love all babies. Um, So I'd probably say I would be a mom, more of a homemaker, which sounds so opposite of what I'm doing, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) but
0: yeah. Is there anything about your childhood that you think has set you up for this industry? I say that because when I was a child, I was always into like really small things or like detailed things. I would, um, make little clay sculptures and like the tiniest little origami cranes I could. Um, and I feel like that it relates to sort of being a lash artist, just because it is so detailed. Do you feel like you were into anything as a child that um, brought out that entrepreneurial spirit or like attention to detail? Yeah. Um, I would say maybe the beauty industry as a
1: whole. I loved making people feel beautiful, whether it was like a real life person or my little Barbie doll that I was brushing her hair or curling her hair and frying it off. (laughs) Um, But I've always loved, I think, to make people feel beautiful. And I knew that I wanted to be in an industry where I could do that. Um, I honestly, again, I never thought that I would ever be any kind of entrepreneur. Um, you know, my, I always wanted to just be a mom. So I wanted to do hair because I wanted to have the best of both worlds. You know, you can make your own schedule, you can have your work time, but you can also have your mom and family time.
0: I love that. So, In your spare time, um, the little amount that you have, um, (laughs) do you like to read or do you listen to any podcasts? Okay, so someone just asked me yesterday, they're like, what do you do in your spare time?
1: Like, What TV shows do you watch? And I said, honestly, I don't watch any TV and I told her, you know, I, I like books and podcasts and she's just kind of looking at me like, you are so weird. (laughs) Um, but I do love a mix up of books and podcasts. Um, this month I'm listening to present over perfect on my audible. And next on my list is big magic. Um, I also for podcasts, I love Jenna Kutcher and Dave Ramsey. Um, growing up, I worked in a law office that specialized in bankruptcy. So I've always had like a fun, weird interest in finance, I guess you could kind of say. So Dave Ramsey is totally up my alley. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So what is your favorite products in your line? Okay. So, I feel like everybody always says the lashes, the
1: lashes, we love the lashes. Um, so I'm going to say something totally different and it will be iPads. Um, and it's so small of a product and such a small expense, but I know so many artists that don't use it. Um, I love when people use iPads on me personally. And I know that Sometimes I'll have clients that have come to me in the past and they say, wow, those feel so awesome. Usually she just uses tape. Tape. Oh my God.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) So they're like, I want to come to you because you use this. And they think it's like a huge magical thing when I'm like, this costs like a dollar and 50 cents, maybe more per person. And it's they appreciate it so much and they really do notice like those small little details that you do for them.
0: Yeah, I agree. I cannot believe that some people (laughs) only use tape. I hate that. Um, But yeah, I think that investing in just an iPad for each client is definitely worth it for their comfort. (laughs) Plus I don't really like the feeling of, of lashing on top of tape. Um, I mean, I do use tape to, to like tape down parts of the eye or stretch the eye, but I hate the feeling of, um, of tape.
1: Yes. Like when you use your wand and brush, it kind of feels scratchy or weird.
0: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, so do you feel like you have any strengths that have helped lead you to where you are now? Um,
1: I think my stubbornness it, you know, it can be good and it can be bad. But in some ways, it can be good. I I don't stop until I know. Okay, I've given it my all. I've done my best. You know, even if it's like I've traveled. You know, we've traveled all the way to Asia to meet our manufacturers to give them, you know, tell them what we think, what I think. Um, or if it's staying up till 2am and finishing work that I have to finish or, um, things like that. I think my stubbornness has done me well.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think if, like you said earlier, if it wasn't for you being, um, stubborn, then you probably wouldn't have gone to the IBS show back in 2016. Yep, exactly. Um, What about, do you have, do you have anything that you need to work on? Um, Like, what are your weaknesses, I guess, that you, you actively are working on?
1: So I feel like patience would definitely be my weakness, which you would think that I learned patience from doing lashes. Like people are like, oh, you have to be so patient to be a lash artist. And I'm like, weird, because I'm really not that patient. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but there's so much that I need to be patient for um, that patience is definitely my weakness, not a strength and something that I need to work on every day.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's actually the same for me. I, I But I feel like doing lashes, it actually makes me chill out because um, I'm super impatient. But it's like therapeutic for me to sit there and do this repetitive motion all day so I find that actually a lot of lash artists that I talk to are also impatient and that it chills them out too which is interesting
1: yes and I totally agree
0: 100
1: it is like uh sometimes I'm like I just want to go sit and do eyelashes mm-hmm and listen to a podcast and just do eyelashes.
0: <laughs> and even just like sitting there making fans or something like it just puts me in a in just a Zen like state. It's so weird, but it, yeah, it's super like, true. Some people like yoga, we like fan practice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what purchase of say a hundred dollars or less has impacted your life in some way in the last like six months to a year? I would totally say my audible subscription. Um,
1: I feel like we're not born with all of the knowledge or guidance or inspiration that we need. Um, we learn it as we live through life. So I've learned so much and been inspired by so many of the things that I've listened to. um, I go to my Audible and listen to books if I need parenting advice or any kind of entrepreneur business advice or marriage advice or want to make something in my life better. I always turn to my Audible. I think it's the best thing ever. And this is in no way sponsored.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it is the best, though, because especially if you are on the go, you can you can listen to stuff in the car. And obviously the same with podcasts, but when you go to read an actual book, it's like, you have to set aside so much time for that. But audible is awesome. And I know you do actually get your first book free. This sounds like an ad, but I think you get your first book free whenever you download it, but yeah, you do. yeah, it is awesome. Um, so if you had to pick like a motto, what are What are just some words that you live by day to day? I would definitely say work smarter, not harder. I love that. How does that translate into your own life? So let me
1: think of one.
0: So like in our business, um, when I very
1: first started, I would take all the packages, I would drive down to the post office I stand in line and ship every single order out and then I'm like there's gotta be any easier way to do this um you know now obviously <laughs> we've learned um we have a little special machine that prints the labels um we're able on our website to just press one click and it prints all of our labels it takes like five minutes opposed to me back in the day driving my little self to the post office, it would it would take a while. So there's I feel like there's always something that you can improve on. There's gotta be a better way to do something, right? Yeah. Uh, so just little things like that, you know, that saves me so much time and energy and that I can be doing other things that I should be doing.
0: Exactly. I love that. So do you guys have any products coming out soon? Um, Yes. So for volume lashes, we
1: currently have 0.10, 0.07, 0.06, and 0.05. And we are finally moving up in the world and adding on 0.03s. So those will be launching the beginning of April. Um, We're super excited. We've had so many requests for them. Um, and I think, with a little practice, it should be good for everyone.
0: Yeah, I love that. Point o three are definitely tricky, but they're so beautiful if they're done correctly. All right. So this concludes episode five. And before you go, if you would like to receive 10% off your next order with EBL, make sure you enter Lash Boss into the promo code section. I'll put the details in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please let me know on Instagram or Facebook at Lash Boss Radio. And I'll see you guys back next week with a brand new episode.